0: If your standards are low, you cannot attract anybody with high standards. You will attract someone to the level of your standards. And one of the questions that was the most popular one is how do I have a great marriage? How do I have a great marriage? How do I attract a great woman? What do I do? And the short answer is be a great man. And the problem with that is, is that is that the definition of a great man has changed and not in a good way. See, you got to look at men right now. Like the point is, if you're not a great man, you're not going to attract a great woman. If you don't even have respect for yourself as a man and, and listen, respect for yourself. And I realize I just got right into this, but respect for yourself is not sitting on a couch, deliberating with yourself on whether or not today you should have a sad day and spend three hours talking to your therapist about why you don't feel good about your status in your own life that you've created that's not being a great man that's being a coward that's being a pussy no woman wants a soft man if you get right down to it if you (laughs) if the woman is the man in the relationship there's already a problem except that's what's being encouraged you're being encouraged to cry and and connect with your feelings and only do things when you feel like it. Like this is the definition of a man. This is the problem is men are are now encouraged to God wear dresses and become obese. It's celebrated, you know, get gender reassignment, sit at home, cry, you know, get their nails done, not be a physical specimen. Listen, if you're not fit, that's a problem because a thousand years ago, if you weren't fit, if you weren't strong, you died. You also didn't, You didn't mate with the woman that you wanted to mate with. Like, the problem is it is being reduced all the time. This is what they're trying to do is destroy the idea and the strength in being a man. So you're not going to attract anybody if that's not who you are. So if you're not like, don't be a physical specimen, you know, be soft, be weak, be emotional, and be in this constant state of just embarrassing weakness, jerking off to some kind of AI-generated porn. That's not a man. Most men right now, God, a a lot of men right now, you guys aren't even worthy of respect because you don't respect yourself. You you think you're entitled to
1: respect just because you're a, what, you have external genitals? You're not entitled to respect. You earn respect. And, And the way you, the way that you Gain respect is demand
0: excellence from everything that you do and everyone around you. It's not just you. If you're hanging around with a circle of soft people, you will become another soft person. Well, what about their feelings? I've known them for a really long time. They're a really nice person. Are they soft? Are they holding you back? And are they conducting themselves in a way that hinders your life? Why are you around them? Why are you around them? You attract a great woman by raising your standards. Stop wearing fucking dresses. Stop being a coward. Stop thinking that it's okay to be obese and that you're entitled to anything. If you are fat and sloppy, you aren't, enti- I don't even trust you. I don't even trust you. If you are morbidly obese and doing nothing about it, I don't trust you. Because you can't even trust yourself. You have no self-control. You get in front of a refrigerator and you look at everything you can possibly stuff in your pie hole and go, well, I'm going to navigate this world in a big body. But you have no self-respect. How do you expect anybody to respect you when you're 300 pounds, getting free seats on an airplane, wearing a dress and deciding whether or not you want to have a pair of tits or not? You're a dude. You don't. You don't. So if, if you're one of those people that are asking me, how do I attract
1: a great woman and you're a man? Don't be a woman. It starts there and and listen, here's the
0: definition. Here's my own, this is my opinion. You don't have to take this. You can ignore this and say, fuck you. I really don't care. But my wife is my best friend and she can outdo just about any dude out there. That doesn't make her less of a woman. She is sexy as fuck. She's so smart. Like it's freaky smart. She's beautiful and strong. She's confident as hell. Do you know why? Because everything that she is is exactly how I am. There's no way we would be together if either one of us weren't the highest level of who we are and constantly seeking more. We have high standards. If your standards are low, you cannot attract anybody with high standards. You will attract someone to the level of your standards. So if you have a low, weak frequency, bullshit life, that's who you're going to attract. Stop looking to see who you're going to attract into your life and become the person that you want. And it sounds cliche. Become the person that you need to become, rather. Respect yourself and become worthy of respect. Listen, here's how you become a great man. A great man is worthy of respect in all areas. And you become worthy by doing what's hard and acquiring what's difficult to acquire. Yeah, all of that matters. Listen, if you drive around in some shit bucket 1974 Honda and then tell me that it's paid for and you live in a 600 square foot house you're turning every penny three times with a family of four and you're talking about how great your life is no it's not no it's not you're not a high value man you're not your duty is to become the best version of yourself and we have lowered our standards as society to go well that's okay they're doing the best they can nobody gives a fuck about your best they care about excellence You wouldn't go and watch any sporting event where they're just doing their best. You go because you expect to see all the excellence that they can possibly fucking perform with. You don't want to see them half-ass anything. You'd never go to the game. You'd never watch a fight where somebody is just dicking around in uh, in the ring. Why would you expect that for yourself? Or even worse, why would you expect that from your partner or from who you're trying to attract when you don't expect it from yourself? If it's difficult to acquire, you had to struggle to get there. If you had to struggle to get there, it changed your character for the better. The end zone isn't where the victory is. It's all the practices leading up to the win. You know, I, the, you want to ask these questions. Are you fit? Are you fit? Do you, do you have muscle on your body? Can you lift heavy things? Can you run? Can you jump? Can you do things? Are you fit? Because it matters. Because that's your resume to the world. Are you rich? Listen, you know what money gives you? It gives you options. It gives you financial security to protect your family. My duty, I have had nothing. I came into my marriage with nothing. I was broke, sick, going through chemotherapy. They'd given me nine months to live. I was dying and my wife went, I believe in you more than you believe in you right now. I'm here to be your angel and save you forever. I love you. I knew her for one day when she said that. One day. And she went, it's been 18 years. We've had all kinds of things go on in our life. We've gone through all kinds of struggles. And we always lean in on each other. And anytime we don't, everything goes to fucking hell. So now, all I do, I know her job in our relationship is to do whatever it takes to make sure I feel safe. My job is to do whatever it takes to make her feel safe. And together, our job is to do that for our family which means we have to be great. Our standards have to be high because we have two children. They aren't listening to a damn thing we say. They're watching everything that we do. So, and, and so is everybody else out in the world. You realize that you are the example to somebody that you don't even know right now. You're the example to somebody watching you that you don't even know that they're watching. So if you're conducting yourself like a slob, like a coward, like this whiny, bitch ass little male, if that's how you're conducting yourself, you are leading somebody that you don't even know. Dude, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Somebody right now is looking at you and you are either what to do or what not to do. And their definition is determined by your actions. And here's what the weak are going to say. I don't live my life for somebody else. I live it for me. I like how I am. I love being this way. And you're soft, and you're weak, and you're sloppy, and you're broke, and you're 40, and you're still living in your parents' basement, and you're playing video games till 2 in the morning, and then when everybody goes to sleep, you're just another net whacker watching fucking porn. That's why you don't have the woman in your life that you want. Because you're not busy putting in the time to become great, looking for all of the hard things in your life and overcoming them. The greatness is on the other side of the equation, but it's acquired through the struggle to get them. Like, if, are you fit? Are you rich? Are you kind? Not nice, God, Everybody is preaching how you should be nice. You're not supposed to be nice. A nice man is a very dangerous man because they're emotional and they're bitter and they're reactive and they go do things without, they only rely on emotion to make their decisions. So they go in and they shoot up schools and hotels and they do catastrophic things because they're tired of their own conduct by putting everybody else ahead of them and they are going along in order to get along and they hate every fucking second of their life. So they go home doing everything they can throughout the day to please everybody else, to ensure that they're liked and make sure everybody else is happy. They look in the mirror and the one person that counts more than anybody else, they can't fucking stand and it's themselves. That's not a great man. That is a nice man thinking that they will line up to be exploited. They will teach all the people in their life put them second, which means they're teaching everybody else to put this person first or to put them first. Again, that's not a nice, that's not a, that's not a great man. That's a weak, cowardly man.
1: Your ambitions aren't for sale. Becoming a man is required
0: in order to create the life that you want. Are you kind? A kind man is lethal. They are violent under control. They are a monster under control. They decide when that monster comes out of the cage. They decide when they need to deploy violence and when they need to walk away. They decide that when there's a situation, what is demanded of them and they have no, they have no fear. Oh, let me retract that. They have no hesitation. They might be afraid they're going to act anyway. That's what a man does. Men act independent of their emotions boys and cowards act because they react because you're like an npc you react because of your emotions which gives you like you have a reaction to a situation so you take an action which gives you another reaction that you don't want, what you need to be doing is looking at the actions that you're taking and going, is it giving me the reaction that I want? Are the actions that I'm taking attracting the spouse that I want? Are the actions that I'm taking giving me the marriage that I want? Are the actions that I'm taking giving me the leadership position in my life that I want? And if they aren't, change the action. You guys are all busy trying to change the reaction. It's never going to fucking happen. You are building your life today, right now, for tomorrow. You will not change today. You will not change today. Your life right now is to build what's going to occur tomorrow. Your life today is a product of what you did yesterday. When you actually understand that and you start conducting yourself in a way that makes tomorrow a fucking win, all you do is stack wins. Because you're building your future one piece at a time. And I guarantee you some weak coward bitch is going to sit there and go, so you're always living for tomorrow? No, but that's exactly what, a soft coward is going to say because they're trying to validate their own position instead of going, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. I want a better life. Do the fucking work. No woman wants a soft man. None. None. They want to feel safe, protected, and they want to damn well know it, and it is your job to do it. You cannot do that if you are soft and cowardly. You know, Are you in control of your emotions? It's what I'm saying. Are you in control of the emotions that you have? Because a a man that isn't in control of, of his emotions is reactive. They blow up all the time. They're reactive. And I said, they're dangerous. They're not lethal. They're dangerous. They act out of cowardice. You know, are you courageous? Do you do the things that are required to be done regardless of how you feel? Are you honest? Do the words that
1: exit your pie hole, do the words that exit your mouth, do they hold meaning? Do they hold meaning? Because when every
0: single word, every syllable, everything that comes out of your mouth is spoken with the intent
1: to do whatever that is, regardless of the circumstances that you're in, that's a lethal man because they do exactly what they
0: say. It doesn't matter what it is. If I say I'm going to do something, I will keep going until it's
1: done. Most people say things without any intention of completing the action. That just makes you a bitch.
0: You know, like, do you have ambitions that are worthy of doing? Listen, standing around at your office going, I hope this year I get a $5 raise. is not ambitious. That's not ambitious because when you were a kid, you had ambitions, you had goals, you had dreams, you had things that you wanted to do. But if you ask most adults now, they're just going to talk about how they wish that their bills were paid and that their house was paid for. That's another conversation, by the way, if you're thinking that you should pay off your house, get that the fuck out of your head. No, you shouldn't. No, you should. Fuck Dave Ramsey. I, he's, bullshit. I don't care how much more money he has than me. You don't pay off your house. Go talk to Grant Cardone instead. He's a better dude anyway. But that's a whole other conversation. But do you have ambitions that are worthy of doing? Are your ambitions almost frightening to you and all the people in your circle say you're crazy? Because that is ambition. You know, the words that come out of your mouth are what define the actions you take. And if you say things without any intent, then you are saying to the universe and the world that you have no intention of becoming successful, becoming better, becoming a higher
1: level version of yourself. You aren't. So how can you expect anything to come to you when you aren't willing to go out and do it? Like, do you protect and provide at a high level for your family? Do you do it for yourself? Or
0: are you still living in the same apartment you've been in for 40 years going one day? One day you're going to run out of time. You do understand that the bank account of time that you have is limited. You're going to expire one day. And what happens is as at, I'm 50 years old and at 50 years old, I started to see how quickly things change
1: and you get slower, weaker. All of this happens very quickly. I can't lift the same things I lifted when I was 40. Oh, I'll still outgun 95% of you guys. Because I keep going
0: out there and doing it. I have people go, there's no way I could do that at 50 years old. That's because you didn't do it when you were 49. It goes right back to what I said. Everything you do today is to produce the tomorrow that you want. Well, what did you do at 49? If you sat there and you ate cheeseburgers and, you know, snuck off and jerked off on your fucking iPad and you you sat there and rubbed your belly and yelled at the, the sports team that you know every stat about that you don't own while your wife tries to take care of you and wishes you had one romantic fucking bone in your body and that you could actually protect her financially and physically. When that's your life, that's why you can't do any of the things that you want to do at 50 because you didn't do them at 49. When do you start? Right now. Stop listening to this podcast right now and just go start your duty, your obligation is to raise your standards so
1: fucking high that you become the standard for everybody else. And until that moment, you're failing. Can you fight? My God, can you fight? I I, I got into fights all the time when I was a kid. And as a teenager,
0: I got trained to fight. But your kids, my son came home from school one day in the fourth grade saying that they're not allowed to play tag or dodgeball. When I was in school, we played king of the hell. We kicked the shit out of each other to knock each other off the hill. We threw blocks of ice at each other. We got into fights all the time. And when we were done the fight, we were friends afterwards. And the next day we hung out. We did. We played tag, dodgeball. We had rock fights with trash can lids as protection. I still remember sitting at my, in my house, my next door neighbor, David. God, he and I grew up together. We got into so much shit together. It's unreal. But he was my best friend when I was a kid. And next door neighbor, right? Him and, and he had uh, a brother and two sisters and we got into all kinds of shit. And there was a guy that lived across the street. His name was Bruce Grief, And I'll st- I still remember this. And it was snowing. We were probably, I'm going to guess maybe seven. Like David was such a good guy. When I would come home from school
1: on, uh, in kindergarten, he'd wait for me. He was a year younger than me. So he didn't go to school yet. He'd wait for me for the bus.
0: So we And we got into fights all the time. Sometimes I would kick his ass. Sometimes he would kick my ass. I don't know how many bloody noses we both had. We were both friends all the time. Why? Because we were always jockeying for position. Who's the tougher one? Who's the faster one? It didn't matter. We were still friends at the end of the day. We didn't get into one fight and stop talking to each other for the next 10 years. That's how everybody's trained now. Oh, you offended me. You hurt my feelings. Fuck your feelings. Fuck your feelings. That's the problem is men are being taught to live within the, the guardrails of their feelings. And that's where you make your decisions from. If you make your decisions from feelings versus what must be done, you are going to create an impotent life. You're going to create an impotent life. But I remember being outside with David and this guy, Bruce grieve across the street. He was significantly older than us. I don't know, maybe a teenager. And we got into a snowball fight with trash can lids, David and I had these silver, shitty metal trash can lids, if anybody remembers those. And we were blocking snowballs, and he was firing rockets at us. Like, holy shit, this guy had a, just a cannon, just a bazooka for an arm. He wasn't playing like, oh, let me lob it at you. He was trying to take off our head. We used to have rock fights. We had BB gun fights. Nobody died, and all the softies went, that's how you could shoot out your eye. No, that's how we learned how to be tough. Because we didn't get crippled by... Adversity and failure. You guys giving 11th place trophies are the ones that are creating these soft-ass fucking males. No woman wants that. You fight to win. If you don't win, you get back up and do it again. I had chores. I had to work. If I didn't get first place, I didn't get any place. There was no seventh place ribbon for participating because there were seven people in whatever it was. But a lot of you guys come out and you're like, well, this is how I live. I don't want my kids not to like me. The fuck are you worried about when you're the dad in the house and you're more concerned about your son and daughter liking you than being the leader and raising them so that they can take on everything that's thrown at them in the world? That's your duty. That's your duty. And if you're not doing it because you're more concerned about how you feel, how they feel, wake up because the rest of the world, the future of our world rests on you. It's exactly what I said. The tomorrow that you want is built on the today. It's not built tomorrow. All the shit you're doing today is not for today. It's for tomorrow. People are so busy trying to win the day. Win tomorrow. Start by doing all the shit you need to do today. But can you fight? God, most guys now couldn't fight. I, I, would, oh, I would kill you guys in the ring right now. Oh, no. oh, brutal. Like, are you resourceful? Can you find things? Can you figure out solutions? If you didn't have your cell phone, could you figure out a solution? Can you start a fire without matches? My dad and I, before he passed away, I was really young. We walked out into the bush with guns and knives and trail mix and came back a couple of weeks later. We had to hunt. We had to fish. I was 12. Winchester 3030 and a 12 gauge. Model 94C Winchester 3030 lever action. Many of you guys know that's a killer gun. It's a good old classic. The point is, my dad taught me how to survive. It was always my job when we went camping to get the wood, get the kindling, set up the fire, get it started. My dad handed me one match. That was always the rule. For as long as I can remember, I'm talking four years old. You get one match. You can't start a fire with one match. It's not worth it. He didn't sit there and go, oh, are you okay, son? Did it hurt your feelings you couldn't start the fire? No. In his own loving way, he was like, you're a bitch. You can't do it. He made me me choose to be strong. Yeah, you heard what I said. He made me choose because he didn't give me another option. So my only choice was to become stronger. I worked, my dad worked me like a rented mule. My work ethic is so high. Nobody's going to take it as far as I will because I will outwork you in the smartest way possible for the most part. Most men go, I had a rough day, sweetie. I want to sit on the couch and rub my big fat belly as it hangs over my belt. And uh, hey, I want to make sure that since it's Friday night, you're, you know that you're going to blow me and, and ride my dick because that's what I deserve. For what? You're fat and sloppy and gross. She doesn't want that. One of my best friends in the world, he says, she doesn't want to fuck no fat, dude. She doesn't. And you guys are, oh, you're so insulting. The truth hurts when you know that it's the truth. So instead of accepting the truth and changing
1: their conduct, people change the definition to manufacture a truth. That's why you fail. You cannot gain respect from anyone if you have none for yourself. None. Like no
0: woman wants to be the man in the relationship. None. Like women want to know they're protected in every arena. Like men spend their time. They they, got like I said, you cried your therapist about your, you know, about why your marriage is over. Your marriage is over, and she left your ass for a better guy. A better guy. If she left you, it's because she didn't want to be with your ass. Because you fucking blew it. Because you guys didn't communicate. You didn't go all in in your marriage. And you thought you were the shit, even though you weren't. That's why. You know, honestly, to, to, to tell you the truth, I think most people who get married, they shouldn't be married anyway. Because they married the wrong person. They married somebody that just to, just to be married. They married someone that doesn't fit their list. Why would you not have a list? Does anybody go out and look for a car and just goes, I don't care. Just as long as that is four wheels and a steering wheel, you go out and you want the car that you want. Why are you wearing the clothes you're wearing? Why do you drive the car you have? Why do you have the furniture that you have? Why do you eat the food you eat? Why is who you spend your life with any different? Because just so we're clear, who you spend your life with has more (laughs) influence on everything you do and whether you succeed or not than anything else in the world. Anything. So if you are with someone that accepts you being soft and emptying the dishes and, you know, taking baths and fucking doing laundry and all that shit, listen, before all of you guys get all butthurt and go, well, that's pretty sexist. It's not sexist. If you are actually a man and you are gritty and taking care of your family, you're not helping your wife by getting up and trying to muscle in on the shit that she's doing, thinking that you're some hero. You reduce your value. You don't elevate it. Let your wife do the things that she's doing. You do the things that need
1: handling as well. Because if you're walking, you may as well just wear a fucking skirt. I have a problem with that because, oh, it's what
0: I'm doing to help. Helping is one thing. Taking on the duties that she has taken on is another thinking that that makes you more of a man. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't. All it does is make you soft. Protect your spouse. Provide for your spouse. You're going to go make her go out and chop wood?
0: Make her go out and wrench on the car? Listen, if she wants to do it, that's fine. That's the difference. My wife could outwork just about any man out there. She's smarter, tougher, faster, better. She doesn't have to. There's a difference. She doesn't. Have to. She looks as sexy in a dress as she does in workout clothes or ripped up farm jeans. Messy hair, perfect hair, makeup, no makeup. I look at my wife the same way. She's hot as fuck. I've already said it. My favorite part, the best part of my day are the same two parts of my day. Opening my eyes to that beautiful woman next to me and sliding into bed at the end of the night next to that same beautiful woman. There's no better times in my life than those two, those two spots. There's no better times in my life
1: than those two events. None. It changes my life. See, I wake up grateful and then go,
0: how do I make your life so kick-ass? And the only way you can make someone else, so, the only way you can make someone else's life incredibly kick-ass is by doing that for yourself. If you don't make your life bad us, you can't make someone else's life bad So if you walk around, God, most, God, it's like, like I said, when people go, oh, my marriage is over, they left me, they went and they're, they're, they're fucking their trainer or their, their real estate agent, or they went off with the neighbor. They ran off to fucking Puerto, Puerto Rico with some dude.
1: That marriage was over a long time ago, man, because you ain't a man. You're soft. You're fucking soft. If you were a man. She would have stayed,
0: but you're not. And she knew it. So you know what she did? Found a man. Or you married the wrong person. Oh, I'm sure that's going to piss a bunch of people off. I don't care. But it sure as fuck wasn't coffee or testosterone or whether or not you, like, I, there was a time when I would see my wife for 10 minutes a day.
1: God damn, I would make those 10 minutes count, though.
0: No, it wasn't easy. In fact, it sucked. It sucked. I hated not seeing my wife, and my wife hated when I wasn't around. So we both got bitter and irritated and we'd lash out at each other, but it was because we wanted to be with each other. Yet at the same time, we knew what had to be done in the interim to create the life we wanted. See, if they start with you at the bottom and they help you build it all the way to the top, that's a bad, I'm being, but then you better be worth it. Don't you keep promising things to your spouse And going next year's gonna be my year, my year. Because if you said that for the last 10 years, she should leave your ass. If that's what you do, is fill your wife's head with empty promises nonstop while you sit down and do anything other than
1: creating that life that you promised, you're a fucking embarrassment and you're a hypocrite. And I hope she leaves. And if she did leave, good. Because she deserves better from you, but you didn't step up. Just so you know, if you are all fat and sloppy
0: and then you go out and you go, yeah, I'm just fluffy, but I have a great personality. Oh yeah. I know plenty of assholes that are fit and rich. I know plenty of really great, nice guys that are sloppy and fat and broke. But when it comes to the end and supporting and taking care of your family, your duty is to be the most badass version of yourself. But your wife, if she's looking at you, this goes both ways. If, if you're looking at your wife, she doesn't want someone else. She wants the most fit, jacked, rich, strong, powerful version
1: of you. You're just not giving it to her. The promise isn't to her. It's to yourself so that she can feel safe.
0: Like men are taught feelings first and then, and then maybe take action as long as it doesn't interfere with their feelings. You don't attract a great woman like that, you don't have a great marriage like that. Men come home expecting that, like they've done, they they expect everything. Do everything for me when I come home because I was at work. You have this life because of me. Yeah, but the life you're providing sucks. Provide a better life. Like I said, most men can't even fight. Like All I did was fight when I was a kid. I got, I would destroy most men in a fight because all of these bros who see red, They fight from emotion. I fight from training. That's what you need to be in life. Not just physical. Do you fight for your business from emotion? Do you see red? Every time I see it, I just see red when I fight. Dude, you're going to get killed. You're going to get killed. My son is the most dangerous 14-year-old I've ever seen. His number one rule when he's on the mat, when he's in Muay Thai, when he's in jiu-jitsu, he's
1: been doing it for 10 years, is zero emotion. That's why he wins all the time. Oh, he gets his butt kicked too, but he
0: wins a lot more. You have to be willing to take the hurt and not get crippled by failure and get back up and get back in the ring. If you can't do that and you pout and you stomp your feet because you didn't win, you're a coward. You're not
1: a man. There's nothing masculine about you. You're a coward. The biggest thing you have to remember is if you want somebody in your life, you can't attract that which you aren't. Like most most marriages now, and I see it, I see all
0: these guys posting, there's a couple of people, I'm trying not to mention them, they piss me, excuse me, they piss me the hell off. But most marriages, they run through the motions, or or even worse, even worse, these simp men trying to do all the things that their wife does, thinking that it's making them a better man.
1: You call it being a good man? You're not a good man, you're a pussy. She doesn't want that. She wants a man, not, not some soft yes boy. She wants you to take care of her. Can you even take, you can't even take care of yourself.
0: You think as you set your alarm at four o'clock in the morning, you take your cold plunge. That's taking care of your marriage. That's not taking care of your marriage. And that's not making you a high value man. High value man is one that has, they, they're worthy of respect because they've done hard things, gone through the struggle and gotten things that are difficult to acquire. It matters. And people go, oh, all that matters is money. No, but it sure as fuck makes a difference. Like my wife and I, we have two constants in our marriage. And I, like I said, my wife is my best friend, business partner, mother, wife, training partner, wildest sex on earth, the most incredible woman on the planet. She is, and I call her my angel for the reason, for that reason. She really is. She really, she saved my life more than once. And we are completely vulnerable to each other. We give each other all the weapons, all the tools, everything possible to completely obliterate each other, knowing that the other person isn't going to do that. Because otherwise you're running bandwidth in your head about all the shit that you shouldn't say, or could you say, or... Or should you tell them your your weird sex fetish? Or should you tell them your ambition or your goal to build a company or whatever it is? If you're running that dialogue in your head, you're taking up bandwidth required to have an amazing relationship. So if you are holding back anything in your marriage, it's costing you because it's taking up space in that tiny peanut fucking brain that you should be devoting to your marriage and going all in. We don't have any secrets, my wife and I, nothing. We tell each other the truth. We're blunt, we're direct, and we tell each other the truth. You know what it's resulted in? The most amazing marriage you can possibly imagine. Eight billion plus people on this planet. Nobody has the most kick-ass marriage like we do. Nobody. She's more than, she's my best friend. And the other thing that we say to each other is, anything you want, babe. People hear that and they go, oh, what does that mean?
1: Exactly what it says. Anything you want, babe. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to do it. Just like her. It doesn't matter what it is. She's
0: gonna do it. There's no genuine emotional conflict. There's there's valuable conflict in our relationship. What that means is we don't fight, we argue. See, fighting, you're trying to hurt somebody. Make sure you stomp on them a little bit. That's how most that's 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 a rookie bullshit, pussy way of fighting in a, in a or having communication in a marriage. We argue, trying to debate who's got the more valuable
1: opinion, who's got the opinion that actually makes sense. But we don't fight. And if we go to bed mad, we try again tomorrow. Not quit. Not swipe right.
0: Like, a lot of you guys have too much dialogue in your head about what to say. You know, and and date your wife. God, date your wife, man. Every Friday, if you follow me, you know that every Friday night is date night. I love date night. I even said it today. I go, today's date night. I fucking love it. I can't wait. I love spoiling the shit out of my wife. I don't care if it's a car, a foot rub, some freaky sex she wants to do, conversation, going to get her hair done. I don't care what it is. Tri- trip, vacation. I love spoiling my wife so much. But I also love dating my wife. See, a lot of you guys, you, you show up 10 years ago, you sent your representative out to go meet this girl. And then you spent two to three weeks letting your rep- representative go out and have conversations and engage with them and have sex and, and have dinner. And you were this great upstanding guy and you were strong. You, you portrayed this brave man and this successful man, but that wasn't even you. That was some representative that you sent out to to... Pretend to be you. It's like a fucking proxy. And then 10 years down the road, you're this sloppy, fat, disgusting human being that is still talking about this year's gonna be your year. 2024, this is my year, babe. I'm gonna crush it this year. I'm gonna finally start that business you've been saying for 10 years. That's why she doesn't have faith in you because she keeps taking notes on everything you say and you're not doing it. You have no follow through, which means your word doesn't mean anything. If your word doesn't mean anything in that, it also doesn't mean anything in whatever
1: you say. You know who else sees that? Your kids. Your kids are looking to you to see how they need to conduct themselves for the rest of their lives in the world. Be worthy of respect, man. You have no self-respect if you're soft.
0: A lot of you guys are taught to have, it's, it's always the same. You're taught to have emotion. It's always emotion over action. What are you talking about? This, what are you talking? About? This is, I, I will do whatever is required to get done, regardless of how I feel. It doesn't mean I don't feel it. I think that's the problem. Is everybody's like, oh, so you don't feel anything? You're just a robot. I'm not a robot. If it hurts, it hurts. If I'm sad, I'm sad. If I'm angry, I'm angry. If I'm happy, I'm happy. But none of that has any bearing on what needs to get, the same shit needs to get done. The same shit, if your wife sees you or your girl sees you sitting on the couch, sobbing into your hands because somebody yelled at you at work, You know, walk by your computer and just fucking made funny or just did something that you didn't like and you're sad and upset about it. She's not going to look at you and go, What
1: a strong man. Did you get back up? A great man has control. See, like
0: a lot of men now, they want this safety net. And the safety net is allowing their output to be defined by their feelings. So, High feelings, low output. Low feelings, high output. But that doesn't get you anywhere because if you're waiting, it's like waiting for motivation. You're never going to get anywhere. So fuck your motivation, get shit done. The same things need to be done regardless of how you feel. So why are you waiting? You're running out of time. Like I said, the bank account of time is forever shrinking. You can earn more money. You can get more cars, more toys, more houses, more, more watches. It doesn't matter. You can get anything else in this world except for one thing, time. Make it count. Make it count. People wait until they're 65. I've said it myself. I even said it to my wife the other day. I said, fuck, why on earth would we wait until we're 50, 60, 70 years old? Why do people do that to be rich? Do it when you're 25 or 30. That's why I started the inner circle. I started late and we became incredibly wealthy, but I started late. If I can help some 25-year-old knock out a million dollar a year and then keep growing and teach them how to scale, that's exactly what I'm going to do, which is why I built the program. Nobody coaches like me. Nobody. That's why I do this. You know, great men, great men are always in control of themselves. They always engage regardless of their feelings. And if you can't do that, you're not a great man. You're an emotional boy. Respect comes from the path taken, not the spoils acquired. And the spoil, it's like you winning the game, getting the trophy, getting the medal, that's satisfaction. And it's very fleeting. The work, instills the worth the the path is what defines because it changes your character see i tell people become a millionaire not for the money but for who it makes you so it who it forces you to become as a person become go to the gym for who it makes of you as a person the weight doesn't get any lighter you just get stronger the weight is always the same you just get stronger that's how life is the business doesn't get easier you get better the marriage doesn't get you know it doesn't just become effortless you work harder and smarter and put more into it. You become a better leader of yourself and others. See, leadership is always the solution. Leadership is always the problem. And you can't win without struggle. You can't have respect without struggle. And if you're avoiding struggle and you're trying to mitigate stress, you will never be respected by yourself or others. You just won't. So you cannot attract anybody because people look to go, who's the strongest one in the room? Physically, emotionally, financially, all of it. And if you are not that person, you will not attract the best in the room. Like who's in your network? And then why are they in your life? If you're around a bunch of soft people complaining about their life, still working at the movie theater saying, let's go to McDonald's looking for the fucking healthy menu. You have a problem because you will become the next in line for all of that garbage while you're wishing you had the the Lambo that's driving by or the big house or the nice watch or you're making money, you had financial security and the freedom that's attached to them. Everybody's so busy justifying and validating why that's, they get mad. If this triggers the shit out of you, good. I hope it triggers the fuck out of you. Because it's proving that this is right. People are always triggered by the truth. Accountability always feels like an attack to those hiding behind their excuses. I've said it time and time again. It's a fact. Respect comes from the path taken, not the spoils acquired. You know, do you conduct yourself in a way that commands respect? Which means, do you conduct yourself like a man? Or do you conduct yourself like a reactive little toddler? There's a lot of little boys running around playing adult. You're not a man. A man is defined by your actions and your mindset, not the fact that you got a set of balls between your legs. I know women that are more manly than a lot of the men now. You know, do you take real action, or do you tell yourself you're going to take action? Take fifty percent, and then just go. Well, I tried. Do you quit? Do you quit? Like, do you miss? I never miss, ever. I will stay awake till three in the morning doing whatever's required because I said I was going to do it. I'm not gonna go, well, it's 10 o'clock and my clock says I go to bed and uh, let me pull out my Bible or read my book or watch my show because I said at 10 o'clock, this is what I was gonna do. And so, yes, I'm doing what I said, but you
1: didn't finish the tasks required to be completed that day. You're looking for easier. When you look for things to be easy, you're a coward because you're running from the work. When you look for things to be easy, you're not a man. You're soft. I don't give a shit if you have calluses on your hand or not. I
0: I was uh, I saw Brad one day. We were at an event and we were sitting there bullshitting. And I, I reached out and shook his hand. And after I shook his hand, he looked down at my hand. He grabs my hand and he turns it upside down. And he goes, "You got calluses?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Damn!" He goes, "I felt those." Yeah. I don't care if you have soft hands or calloused
1: hands. That doesn't define whether or not you're a man. I've seen such bullshit about that. Your actions define that. Do you conduct yourself like a man? Like, do you engage regardless of your feelings? Do you
0: engage? Like, really think about that. Most people go, I really don't feel like it. Fuck, 80% of the time, I don't feel like it. I didn't want to go outside. It's 30 degrees outside. I didn't want to go outside in a pair of shorts, barefoot, and do my morning SOP. It's cold as fuck. I did it anyway. I never miss. I have not missed ever not once and i document the shit out of it. nobody does that i've documented everything from a wheelchair to this life right now with my family and i'm only going up baby do you do that or do you give yourself a break once in a while Oh, sunday's barbecue day i don't want to do any work on barbecue day i have to spend time with my family but you're not making the money you want you're not living the life you want you don't have the business you want You don't have the body you want. You don't have the life that you want, but you want to go to the park and throw a fucking Frisbee around because that's more important. Your kids are not going to remember anything, anything about that barbecue day that you had at the park no matter what you're trying to convince yourself of they're going to remember the fights that you and your wife had about not having any money the shitty fucking trip to disneyland where you all argued and had to turn every penny three times and save for the entire year to get there and then the breakup and divorce that you had because of your weak actions that's what your children are going to remember they're not going to remember you sitting there pouring fucking zip fluid all over whatever it is, all over your charcoal briquettes and starting a barbecue. Start the barbecue two years from now because you've put yourself in a position where you can actually do that, where your business is still working, where your money is still flowing, where your fitness allows you to do that. Do you realize that this meat suit that you pilot around this gravity-controlled environment is what allows you to do everything in this world and only the weak, soft fucking simps Go, there's never been research that connects being fit and lean and muscular to longevity. Fuck you. That's what I got. If you're fat and sloppy, you will die sooner 99% of the time. Obesity and diabetes, type 2 diabetes kill more people in this country than anything else outside of ADR and MDs. I'll just leave it as that. Because who knows what's going to fucking happen when I post this. Like, you can't say that. That's medical misinformation. By what? A fact checker that's got a third grade education that sits there and doesn't like it because it doesn't make, I could do this all day. This is me. The point is, you're putting your priorities in the wrong box. You're putting your priorities in the wrong box. It's like the people that go, I'm just turning it all over to the universe. Demand from the universe the life that you want and when it presents you with all the work required to get there. Do it. Do it. See, you want this great life. You want this great woman. You want this great marriage. And so the universe and God go, here are all the things required. Here's the stress that you have to go through. Here's the cross that you have to bear. Here's the life that you have to, to, to engage in. Here's all the shit and the heavy lifting and the fucking garbage that you have to go through in order to get that. And people see that and go, oh, no, that's too hard. I don't want that. And then they just slide right back down the mountain and sit at the bottom, staring up, going, they're lucky that they got up to the top. If you guys, most of you guys wouldn't last five minutes in my life. You guys would blow your brains out. If you had to go through all the shit that my wife and I my wife and I have gone through in the last 18 years, you wouldn't last. You would have swiped right, gone home and fucking rubbed one out every fucking night going, oh, it's better than being with a, a, a woman. Fuck you. I love being with my wife. I love every argument. I love every positive. I love every, I love being with my wife more than anything else on earth. On earth. I already know, like, I'm going to have big giant angel wings when I'm in heaven and a big ass fucking sword. I'm going to be all jacked and I'm going to walk around, fly around, whatever. I am married to my wife for all eternity. That's how I look at the world. You do not have to take it that way. I don't care. But my wife and I look at each other as this is eternal. Why? Because there is one person in this world for someone else. That's what I believe. And I'm sure everybody just went off the rails on that one. Yeah, because y'all are in a, in a, what, a fucking hookup culture? Yeah, I said this before. I said, would you, how about this? All you people with your huge body counts, would you go out and would you tell your children your body count and then go introduce them to every fucking one of them? Is that what you would do? You, you let them have a membership to your OnlyFans page? Get the fuck out of here. Conduct yourself with respect. That's why you can't find a great man or a great woman because you don't conduct yourself like one. And then you blame the opposite. Well, I wouldn't be on OnlyFans making a million dollars a month if it wasn't for the men coming and watching me. God, it, that is the weakest argument. You have no self-respect, but that's a whole other fucking podcast. Listen, the point is, you want to have a, how to have a great marriage, how to attract a great woman, become great, be worthy of respect from yourself first. Nobody else is going to respect you until you respect you. And I already know that if you're sitting at home, fat, sloppy, weak, broke and demanding things that aren't happening while you're playing fucking God of War all day, you don't have respect for yourself. You don't. People look for the easiest solution and then stomp their feet when it doesn't work. Be willing to look for the hardest shit you can possibly do. And when you get through it, you earned respect. You earned respect. You know, do you act in spite of? Are you willing to endure in spite of? Are you committed in spite of? Your standards define your spouse and who you attract. If you want everything that you talk about and wish for, become it. I got to go. Peace out.